Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Editor's note, I just want to give everyone a quick heads up that we do talk about spoilers for Avengers Endgame, just in case you haven't seen it yet. We talk about it in length, just giving you a heads up. It came from the third dimension. This is 3D or 2D.com's Duh 3D Show. Put on your 3D glasses now. If you're wondering what the 3D stand for, they are discussion, debate, and the news. We hope that you enjoy the show. Get it? The show? Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf Vega. I have with me James. Hello. What's up? And Jake. Howdy. And welcome to episode 83. We usually don't do episodes so back-to-back, but we got a ton of news. So let's start things off with the timestamp, so that way everyone knows when we recorded this. Today is Saturday, July 27th, and we're recording this at 12.52 p.m. Central Standard Time. Things may have changed after this recording, but you're aware of the time we're doing this now. All right, so James, what's the first thing you want to talk about? You know, um, because of the the because Comic Con just happened and we have a lot of comic news to kind of discuss, I was thinking we can kind of discuss the non uh, Comic Con related news first. So um, there's a trailer for a Will Smith movie called uh, Gemini Man, and uh, it's like a thriller involving like I don't know clones, right? Yeah. So. I mean, it looks okay. I mean, what do you guys think of it? Uh, this was a an, an explainer trailer. Uh, kind of explains the premise. Uh, the first trailer was the action-packed trailer. To nitpick, yeah. I think they would have been better off releasing this one first and the action one second. Yeah. The CG looks great. The young Will Smith looks totally believable. I don't have any doubts on him. Do you, James, have any doubts looking at him or no? Is it weird? Eh. I mean, it could be okay, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Jake, isn't this filmed at 120 frames per second or something crazy like that? I don't know for sure, but uh, I hope they release it as a high... Because... High frame rate 3D looks awesome. That would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, this is actually um, not exactly 120, but it's, it's pretty high up there. Um, this is the next movie from good old Ang Lee, which I actually really like his work. Um, so, the, yeah, 120 frames per second, which... God knows what theaters are going to be able to see it, <laughs> you know, have that actually shown that way. But have you seen any high frame rate movies in 3D, Jake? Yes, I have. Uh, what would you see? I saw the Lord of the Rings movies and The Hobbit, okay. the Peter Jackson stuff. I was blessed with having the choice of several uh, screens that uh, could play the high frame rate films. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. we did not get Guardians of the Galaxy high frame rate. How does that see? How does that look? Uh, to me, it was the most realistic filming I have, film I'd ever seen. 
was ironic because everything I was on seeing on screen I knew was CGI, but it felt real. The Hobbit, for comparison, was 48 frames per second. This is going to be 120. So that's a huge difference. And um, this frames per second is kind of weird for us, James, because, you know, we're gamers. And we know, you know, 60 frames per second is like what we really want to do all the time. And like, um, you know, you want to have TVs that have 120, uh, you know, refresh rate hertz, you know, and... uh, so these higher frame rates, we're kind of used to it as a video game. You know, we want the higher frame rate, slower frame rate, and it's choppier. You know what I mean, James? Yeah. Yeah, you want the higher frame rates for 3D on television, too. Otherwise, you just, when the image moves, uh, it's you lose the 3D effect, and it's choppy. And most movies, just to make sure we're clear, are, are 24 frames per second. So that's the standard, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, let's keep going here. We got uh next movie is Akira. Got canceled. Is that right, Jake? Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised because they probably saw that uh, Alita didn't join the Billion Dollar Club. So they might have decided to cut their losses. James, how much do you know about Akira? Well, it's a uh, it's an anime movie that was released in the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, based on a manga. And it was like... Um... It's significant because it was like uh, kind of one of the first times anime uh, really had a big uh, impact on the U.S. I mean, I bet there was instances of it before, but I mean, anime was pretty obscure even in the 90s. So Yeah, Kira was the first uh, anime that I had seen in quite a while on the big screen. I mean, there was, when I was really little, there were a few um, anime features, but they were uh, dubbed in English and um, the credits angelized, so you were supposed to think it was Americans who did it. But it was the first one I had saw where there was no pretense. It was, this is from Japan, this is anime. And uh, and the movie doesn't make a whole lick of sense, but you don't really care because the racing sequences on the motorcycles are like, oh, my God, these are amazing. Yeah, you know, um, it's really kind of a bizarre film. I'm not the thing about a live action adaptation is I don't know how well it would do to, like, capture the weird visuals and and. To put this into to uh, perspective, an, a, like a live action Akira film has been in like development hell for the last twenty years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know necessarily if it's just straight up canceled forever, but it's certainly back in development hell. So, one aspect of this is that the director Taiki Waititi is. Moved on to work on the next Thor movie, which we'll get to eventually in this podcast. Um, But basically, Thor uh, took over and Akira don't have a director, so it's back in development hell, which is fine. Um, I don't think, I mean, this could be just remain an anime and look great. We did see Akira's motorcycle in, was it last year or year before? Is Ready Player One? 
Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. At this point, Akira would probably be best served story-wise to be a streaming show because it's such a big, long, detailed two, three hours would not do the story justice. It's supposed to come out in 2021. Um, so, yeah, it looks like it's just probably gone. But um, let's talk about something else. Before we get to the comic books, Aladdin has made $1 billion worldwide. Uh, James, have you seen this new version of Aladdin yet? No, I have not, actually. We like it. Right, Jake? Yeah, it's, so it's fine. okay? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Will Smith. Uh, Will Smith makes it worth watching. And the crowd goes wild! Yeah, pretty cool. For me, the actors that played uh, Aladdin and Jasmine are just kind of bland. Same thing with Jafar. I just, but that's just me. I just didn't, I think they're just flat. But the rest of it was fine. So it was, you know, cool. Yeah, Yeah. when Will Smith kind of cut loose as Will Smith, the movie really takes off. But when he's kind of aping Robin Williams, you just kind of feel sad and miss him even more. Like he has his own twists on some of the songs, uh, James. So it makes it interesting. Yeah. To listen and watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the movie overall is better than the original. I wouldn't go that far, but. <laughs> oh, I would because no, mainly because the princess doesn't need rescuing every five minutes and stuff like that. True, but she's more of she's a much better character. I'll, I'll give you that. But unfortunately, the actress playing her is pretty bland and. The same way know. with Jafar. He's pretty bland, I, too. I don't know. The um, one thing that I like already, like, and I guess you guys can kind of confirm it because you saw it, is, like, I really, I don't know. You really can't get past the performances of the characters in it because I think, like, especially, like, Aladdin and um, Genie, you know, in the animated film, mm-hmm. have very have very like, uh personalities like dynamic personalities yeah. that don't like from what i've hear, heard like you know will smith does an okay job but it's not the same i feel like um this will smith version of genie is, is a different version and very 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 good you know almost the same level as robin and he basically saves the movie from being really bad because everyone else is totally flat like totally basic mm-hmm. so robin will so you know it's one of those things where in the original i thought everyone was really great robin williams was way better but still everyone had a you know really good time and this one i felt like everyone but you know genie was great but one billion so that means definitely definitely and lion king is making tons of money the, the, these live action sequels are definitely coming for in most indefinite future. Yeah, we're getting in. A, we're probably going to get Aladdin two, Electric Boogaloo. Hey, hey, hey! Isn't Aladdin three supposed to be pretty good? I think um, the Jafar's return. Haven't the seen the third it. one. The third one involves um, Aladdin's father. The second one involves Jafar's return. And it was pretty okay. But we do know about, I think, uh, one thing I heard about was that 
one of the movies that you talked about, James, is actually going to be made. Uh, Atlantis is going to be remade with uh, Tom Holland being the main character there. So really, I mean, I heard I heard rumors about that, but that's what it looks like. Um, but wasn't Atlantis one of the movies you really wanted to see because that wasn't like a big hit? Huh. That'd be interesting. Yeah, we probably should do a podcast about what um, remakes are theoretical now. Well, remakes they should make. I mean, the only ones that I think that should be made are like the one the movies that really haven't gotten a chance because effectively, like everything in that early two thousands phase really didn't do well. And really, I mean, they didn't do well financially, but they're really good movies. So, like, you know, Treasure Planet and uh, you know, Atlantis. Yeah. So I'm guessing they're probably going to be in the mix since not, and it's a hit now. And, you know, um, wasn't there like an animated, um, what's that Russian cartoon? Um, Anastasia? Yes, yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah. They could remake that, yeah. Yeah, they should yeah. make they should remake Road to El Dorado. That one too, yeah. Yeah, that one deserves it. All the all the obscure two thousands movies deserve remakes because oh, they should do a yeah, they should do a live action Black Cauldron. Yeah. <laughs> How um, what some combat got his groove back was pretty fun too. The Emperor's New Groove. Mm-hmm. Which one? Oh, I'm trying to remember the one about the frog. Princess and the Frog? Yeah, Princess and the Frog. That one's good. Mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of wish that movies could be made that are in traditional animation instead of live action or CG. But that's an entirely different conversation. Oh, I agree. I miss uh, hand-drawn cell animation. Because, you know, and the thing is, is that it's not dead everywhere. Like, anime is still huge. Mm-hmm. So, it's just in America, really, where it's on the well, it's, Yeah, it's Disney pushing the 3D um, CGI kind of stuff. I mean, I'd be totally fine with Emperor's No Groove being remade. That, that was a fun movie. Way better than it looked. Yeah. Well, I I don't have an issue with 3D. It's just that it's everything. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. There's no, like... You know, back, back, you know, 20, 25 years ago when it was, like, a mix that was better. It's like, okay, well, you got Pixar and then you got traditional animation. You know? You got both. Leave on a Stitch was beautiful. Um, with watercolors... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think that might have been one of the la- one of the later ones. So, you know, it's just gonna be weird in th- in live action. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the waves could be fun. You know, I guess a Stitch can look really ugly. <laughs> you know. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's get into all the stuff from Comic Con. So we got a big list. We're just gonna go ahead and uh. Well, before we get there, let's let's do the big mention. Avengers Endgame has officially been Avatar as number one box office. Yes. Yay! Yay! Cool. And 
And then they're then Disney's gonna since they now own Avatar, they're gonna re-release it. Yeah. <laughs> to make more money. They're gonna make the second one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think they'll re-release it right before the first second one comes out. Yeah, so we know when Avatar one gets a re-release that the second one is actually gonna get released. Yeah, I wish we had got a trailer for that any day now. <laughs> or at least a teaser. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, just, uh, I'm not going to hold my breath. How many times have we mentioned on the show, James, of Avatar being delayed? Like, was that the first episode you mentioned that? <laughs> it goes way back. Yeah, James Cameron ain't getting any younger. I wasn't sure that Avengers was going to be able to do that because it was so far. And like, but it made enough money, you know, and the re-release didn't redo really that much numbers wise, you know. But it did it. Yeah. It just seems like there was a big up uptick of ticket sales uh, internationally while Comic-Con was going on. Yeah. So uh, that's that's sort of the big story, you know. Um, uh, Spider-Man's now a billion-dollar movie, too. Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. One billion. <sighs> effectively because of, you know, uh, effectively because of foreign market, the foreign market, you know, China. Uh, I bet there's others, you know. Uh, it's much more likely for uh, films to break a billion now. It's, it's a lot easier. And, I mean, it's pretty much going to be the status quo. I'm just worried that Disney's going to not want to release a movie they don't think will make a billion dollars. Yeah. That's that is true. However, when we get to talk about the Comic Con movies, I, I wonder about that. So let's let's go in there. The next Marvel Cinematic Movie Universe movie will be Black Widow, which is coming out on May first, twenty twenty. What are your thoughts on the Black Widow movie? Finally, it could be awesome. Uh, we'll probably we'll find out what they mean by Budapest. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. yeah. Uh, and David Harbour's playing Red Guardian. Yeah. Would that make a billion? I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, the, here's the thing about, like, um, it, from what I've heard, it's, like, set in between uh, Civil War and uh, Infinity War. Hmm. And, uh, you know, the the Black Widow film is something people have been wanting for a long time. So, I mean, it could be good, but... Oh, I figured it'll be good. Uh, will it make a billion? I don't know. <sighs> yeah, see, here's the thing that I'm going I'm to say, like, once we kind of go over the films, like... I can see some of the films doing well in the China market, but I can't see all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we'll get there. China is still a very uh, <laughs> interesting country. So, yeah, Black Widow, it's interesting too that we're going to wait till May. So, we're going to have a huge stretch in time in between the, you know, to, July 2nd release 
almost a year, you know, until the next one. So we're not having anything yeah. this fall or early spring. So yeah, um, I don't know if it's, a, it's it's supposed to be a prequel, obviously, since you know it's not after the fact of Endgame. Uh, but yeah, because you did. So <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna be like '90s before Avengers One. You know. Yeah, from what from what I've heard, it's in between. It's it's in between like Civil War. But before Endgame, that's what I've heard. It's not. There was rumors going around it's going to take place in like before Iron Man one, but apparently that's not true. So I don't know. I'm totally fine with this movie. I'm just thinking that they should have released this like before Iron Man two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This film should have happened earlier. That's. Mm-hmm. kind of what you know i'm just worried this is going to be hurt like the same way solo was hurt because who wants to see a movie led by a dead character maybe yeah yeah but you never know because uh i mean who would think if you had asked me would captain marvel break a billion i would have said nope <laughs> yeah and here we are it did all right, so the next uh, movie after Black Widow is The Eternals, which is coming out on November 6th, 2020. So The Eternals, I thought that was going to be a spring release. Um, it's now a fall release. Um, I don't know anything about The Eternals, so I'm kind of worried about that one being kind of too weird for the general public. I don't know. Uh, um, kind of the Eternals are hard like to a... understand if you've... Re- Look... Um, Jack Kirby just likes this certain type of mythology. Um, yeah. Started at DC, and then when he left DC, he pretty much just took the new gods, gave them new names, and called them the Eternals. Effectively, yeah. And and they've and they've gender bent and race bended all the characters to the point. Um, I t- I tell people. I don't think you even need to be familiar with the comic. I think familiarity with the comic will probably be more of an hindrance because it looks like they've changed these characters up so much. Yeah. Like, like I honestly think Angela Jolie's actually playing Cersei. They've just changed the name because they don't want the Game of Thrones incest jokes. Oh. And, yeah, I mean, they've changed everybody to the yeah, point... There's... And hmm, they're like, I don't know, something about it kind of rubs me the wrong way, effectively, because like the only thing that we know about the Eternals film is not really this. They haven't given the synopsis or anything. I mean, I know the the comic book uh, and it's like because effectively this is the premise, right? Um, The it involves the Celestials, which. The Celestials were in Guardians 1, right? They were in the beginning, and uh, they were also, like, sort of explained. So it involves, okay, because effectively this is what happens. Early when humans are evolving, the Celestials come down and, like, divide humanity into three categories. There's, like, the normal humans. There's the deviants, which are, like, 
sort of like the backwards version of humans, kind of. And then there's the Eternals. And the Eternals are effectively this group of, like, you know, like humanity in its prime evolutionary form or whatever. And uh, the the sort of interesting thing about that is that uh, Earth was not the only place where the Celestials did this, like, dividing the evolutionary groups into three categories. So, like, for example, the Skrull homeworld was divided into three groups, and the Deviants, the Deviant uh, tribe or whatever, was the one that took over. And so now all the Skrulls that you see today are from the Deviant cast. So, because they had the ability to shapeshift, that's how they were able to take over. So it's it's sort of an interesting concept, but the the thing about it that I'm worried about is it's more of a it's more of like just a lore thing. It's not I don't know how because the characters that they have for it are really like interchangeable. And the only thing that's like oh well, you know the first openly gay character it's like all right well what about the movie though you know what i mean that's what i'm worried about Um, i'm worried that they're going to go with one of the stupid conceits of the series was that all the gods and goddesses were eternals Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. like gilgamesh the legend of gilgamesh was gilgamesh and uh and uh Marrakesh was um, was the god of speed, and 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 he was retconned to be uh, an early Kirby creation, Hurricane. While they're at it, why don't they make him the wizard too? Yeah, yeah. I just uh, I'm just worried. Basically, you know, I uh, this has a Inhumans feel to me. <laughs> I, I yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, it does. It, and effectively, it, it, it kind of, there's a lot of overlap because this, that's another Kirby creation. Mm-hmm. You gotta remember, like, you know, uh, Jack Kirby had a very specific style. And it's, it's, it's honestly, I will say, really hard to adapt into a film. I would say more so than any of the, the, uh, the recent stuff. You know what I mean? Because... Uh, you have to understand a lot of the MCU's is stuff taken from the Ultimate Universe, the Ultimate and the uh, and the most recent comic books. Kirby's stuff was way older, and so I think it's harder to put into film. Way out there. So I'm, you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's out there. It's definitely not grounded. <laughs> it's gonna be a weird yeah. movie, you know? Yeah, I, I would um. You know, we'll we'll get to the, when we get to the rest of the list. I'll kind of summarize kind of my thoughts on everything. But you know, this is the first example where um, I kind of you know I'm kind of unsure that uh, of the kind of direction that they're going in because uh, you know they're definitely trying to do something new. And while I while I don't think that's necessarily bad, I I like I'm just you know. Yeah, I, I guess know so. I mean. Yeah. 
themes all over the place. No, no, not really. So, then... Uh, hey, um, I remember all the critics saying that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was going to be Marvel's first failure. Yeah, and we said that, didn't we, James? Uh, yes. Now, the, the only thing that I will say to counter that, though, is uh, Guardians, at least the first one, was based uh, upon the uh, critically acclaimed comic made in 2008. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, that I'm just saying, like, their source material was a lot, you know, mm-hmm. they had a lot uh, better to work with, you know, than... The Eternals, which was like a 12-issue series that Jack Kirby made in the 70s. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, retooled by Neil Gaiman and um, John Romita Jr. Uh-huh. did an update, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, that's the series I tell people, if you're not familiar at all with these characters, that's the one you should... Because that's probably where Marvel's going to... That's probably what they hand okay, over to Chloe to direct it. They said, read these, you know. I figure that's what they're going to adapt. Uh, that's the one where uh, Sprite gets mad at them because Sprite is kind of the Loki of the bunch uh, where Sprite wipes their memories and they forget who they are and are leading mortal lives. Okay, um... So yeah, it's going to be a different, in, interesting way to see. I don't know about that making a billion, but you never know. Mm-hmm, never know. So next thing up is Falcon and the Winter Soldier TV show coming fall 2020 with uh, Zemo returning as the villain. Yay. Yes. Yeah, Daniel Brühl will rock, so that'll be nice. And this is going to be with the actors, and it's going to be canon not like the other Marvel TV shows where, you know... They're not canon. Yeah, this is done by the studio, so this is going to be part of the MCU proper. And Zebra's going to have his purple mask. should. I don't know how many episodes this will be. I don't know if it'll be like a 13-episode thing or like eight episodes or, or how that's going to work. But, you know, it's going to be a Disney Plus thing, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. This is good. I, I like this idea. This is a fun idea. Two characters that are good, you know. I'm not super interested in either one of them having their own movie, but both of them together in TV show, I'm cool with that. Yeah, so am I. Um, well, be honest, if they had a movie, I'd set my butt down and watch it. Yeah. So I'm not going to lie there. James, you got anything else to mention about this? Yeah, um, I mean, I'm I'm sort of glad that they're kind of they're doing this, like, just to have it there. I'm just wondering, like, you know... It'll be in- kind of interesting to see, I guess, like what they do with it, because you know, I don't know. All right. So the next uh, movie is Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, coming out February twenty first, twenty one. Yes, Shang. Oh, I can't wait. My butt is gonna be there. I can't wait. I've got to see this. Yeah. Especially with. Tony Leung Chu Wei announced as the Mandarin. He's one of the finest actors on earth. I've been a fan of his for decades. I cannot wait. Yes. So we're going to get a real Chinese Mandarin this time. (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, he he never plays outright villains, but he loves to play uh, morally ambiguous characters. If you've seen Lust Caution, um, he's done a lot of movies with uh, John w- Hard Boiled, and then my favorite, uh, A Bullet in the Head. Uh, he was okay, in the Chinese you know, Ghost Story three. If you know anything about Shang Chi, then I'm pretty sure that that the Mandarin's gonna be taking Fu Manchu's place. Mm-hmm, exactly. Definitely. I'm pretty sure of way. it. That's honestly the best way to do it, because you know. Yeah. yeah because Fu essentially, Man- his backstory is that he was trained by his father to be an assassin. And then he realizes when he like he real he goes out and he's like on a mission. And he realizes, wait a second, the guy that I'm, my father's evil. Mm-hmm. Basically, that's that's his backstory. It's not that complicated, but yeah. Oh, yeah. but I figure they're gonna complicate it because why else would you cast uh, Tony Leung? I mean, he's uh, he's he's a big deal. I mean. He's, I mean, this is a guy who won Best Actor at uh, Cannes, and he's won so many Asian film awards, it ain't even funny. This is his first foray into a Hollywood production. Uh, he's, he's almost bit on several projects, but it's passed. Uh, he's done a lot of international stuff, like Cyclo and... And of course, all the Wong Kar he's been in almost every Wong Kar Wai movie, you know, like In the Mood for Love, Ashes of Time. So, Jake, uh, who is Shang-Chi? And tell me about it. Uh, he's just, uh, I mean, Shang-Chi, the reason the character exists is because right. of the Kung Fu phrase of the Shang-Chi, 70s. But I could be wrong. <laughs> Shang or Shang? Shang. I, I've, heard, it's, I've heard it pronounced Shang. Sorry. Like with an E, but it's an A. Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird type, type yeah. thing. Yeah. The the comic. He's a half Asian, half white uh, martial artist whose father is Fu Manchu. Uh, yeah. They. You know and you know what's interesting about his powers too? Like unlike Iron Fist, uh, they're not magic. He's just <laughs> he's just really good at martial mm-hmm. arts. Yeah. Yeah, th- this is not going to be Iron Fist. Uh, yeah. Now, there's been some pushback on Simu uh, being cast, but uh, he's a fine actor. He's been in a few things. Just don't ask me off the top of my head. He's been He's played some minor parts and showy parts in a few things. Um, he's going to be... He sh- he's been um he's he's been before this casting he was famous for uh busting Marvel's chops online about Iron Fist and rep- Asian representation uh, but it looks like uh he did a really good uh audition which I hope we get to see cuz I I like to see audition tapes of guys who you know get parts and sometimes the ones of guys who and gals who didn't get parts, uh, but like I said, I can't wait for this. And it looks like, and it, and the and the presentation at um, 
Comic Con um, showed uh, that uh, the Ten Rings have been seeded throughout uh, the Marvel movies. In fact, something I didn't catch, and I feel dumb now, I should have caught it, was uh, one of the bad guys in Ant-Man and the Wasp had a Ten Rings tattoo. What are the Ten Rings, Jake? Uh, they're a terrorist organization that was introduced in the first Iron Man movie. Obadiah Stane hired them to uh, kidnap Tony Stark. Spoilers. Uh, at this point, if you haven't seen the first Iron Man movie, <laughs> I, I just uh, told you a minor plot point that will still be relevant in the future. Go watch it. Don't these rings have power, though? Uh we don't know in the MCU in the in the uh, in the comics. Fanboys like to argue whether they've got uh, little shards of like Infinity Stones or whatever. But each of them have different abilities, and and the Mandarin just wields. I mean, yeah, wouldn't you want to see uh, the Mandarin versus Thanos? Thanos with his gauntlet, and the Mandarin with his uh, ten rings. And this is going to be huge in Asia. <laughs> oh, with uh, with uh, Tony Lung Chi Wei, you better believe it. And this will probably make a billion there before it even gets here. Yeah, this will probably opening weekend make a billion. <laughs> yeah, in fact, they're opening it on the on uh, Chinese. Uh, excuse me, Asian New Year because it's not just a Chinese holiday. So excuse me there. Uh yeah, it's so everybody's going to be off work. Everybody's going to be celebrating. So, yeah, they're going and it's uh, traditionally to release. That's when they traditionally release their biggest movies is for the Asian New Year. So, yeah, Marvel is primed to. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mar yeah. Marvel shouldn't screw this up. <laughs> All right. So next up is WandaVision, which is a TV show. with a horrible name. <laughs> but whatever and it's coming out in spring of 2021 and this will lead up to doctor strange 2 which we'll get to in a minute so what do you think of a wanda vision tv show well we don't know what they're basing it on uh, there's lots of speculation that this is going to be loosely based on the vision uh series with vision and his family but uh okay who knows? well Here's what I think that would be uh, a good direction is if, like, it's sort of like a dark story where it turns out that, like, Vision is there, but he's only basically an illusion created by her. And, and that, because effectively what happens is, in the comic book at least, she... She's like an, she's not an omega level mutant, but she's insanely powerful, uh, and has like almost reality warping abilities, and so effectively, effectively at one point, I believe she like she wants to have her own family, but you know, android, you know, androids can't reproduce, and so effectively she just makes her own kids like she just wills them into existence and then i think at one point they like disappear and so and because they're not real and so and so she goes insane and like um you know 
just uh, that that's actually what leads to like most mutants disappearing. Mm-hmm. Effectively, it's it, it's a very complicated story, but effectively, like her powers can can sort of change reality, sort of. And so I, I think it would be a, a good like because I, I think it would be lame if like Vision's just back. It'd be much better if, if like he's back and then you realize like oh he's only back because she she like you know she created him effectively and like he's not really alive you know what I mean yeah mm-hmm. the thing is they kind of set up uh, Infinity War that Vision may come back but they never really continue that thread so I'm guessing this yes. has to do with something going on with Wakanda you know I don't know mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, well, now that Shuri's back, she can fix him. Maybe. (laughs) And we, uh, guys have, uh, I've heard guys privately express, I don't know if they have any insight or information comparing this show to Legion. Hmm. Yeah, the Noah Hawley uh, show. Yes. So I'm I'm wondering about this one. This might be a really weird show. <laughs> yeah, they said it's somehow gonna tie into Doctor Strange as well. Yeah, and that's yeah. I don't know. Uh, it could be really interesting. So I guess that's the segue to talking about uh, Doctor Strange and the uh, multiverse of madness. Edness, which is a dun dun dun. horror movie um, coming out on May 7th, 2021, which sounds amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Kevin Feige said it will be PG-13. It doesn't have to be R-rated to be uh, good horror. Yeah. It could just be really out, mm-hmm. you know, really crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shazam was PG-13, and that boardroom scene put to shame the head-biting scene in Venom. So you can do gore and scary and PG-13 and, and a superhero thing. David Sanborn proved that with Shazam. And Scott Derrickson is a top-notch horror director. So I have 100% faith that he's going to deliver the goods. I mean, he delivered the first time around. I think he's going to even notch it up for, the, for his second go-around with Doctor Strange. And, like, Doctor Strange was pretty weird, but they kept it grounded. Now they have total authority to go crazy to the walls, and it's going to be so much fun. I just imagine it could be totally mind trip, totally, you know, just you don't know what reality is anymore. And, uh, you know, they're confirming the Well, they, they mentioned the multiverse in the first one, but I guess the multiverse is going to be a big part of this one, so... We're going to have some fun stuff in here. Now that they have the X-Men license, I could see this be a really interesting movie and be able to um, have multiple universes explained and multiple things shown, and it's going to be fun. Yeah, and Scarlet Witch is going to be in here, and they kind of hinted at the inclusion of Clea. Uh, For those that don't know, Clea is... uh, Doctor Strange becomes Doctor Strange's wife in the comics. She's a Sorcerer Supreme in another dimension. 
and uh, a relative of Dormammu. James, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, you mean Doctor Strange too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you know, there's a lot of different directions you can go. I'm... I don't want the multiverse. Not yet. I don't think that that's... What I don't want is like, okay, he goes in and there's a billion different Doctor Stranges that he has to work with. No, I don't really want that. I want like Nightmare or something. I want like, or, you know, um, anything related to like the cosmic horror type stuff. Like, that's what I want. I don't want, you know. I think uh, Nightmare's good. He might be in it, but I don't know. I just, I don't, hmm. I'm not really a big fan of, I mean, it's it's a thing in comic books, but I'm not really a fan of, like, jumping, you know, uh, like, parallel worlds or time travel. I mean, it's, you know, it has its place, yes, but it's just done to death, and I'm tired of it. And so, I don't know, I just, that's another, like, one where it's just like, can we just get a movie? Well, that is a movie, yeah. <laughs> I know, but we just get, you know, simple, you know. Well, this is definitely the MCU going to be going out to the real comic book and the real psychedelic nature of Doctor Strange and, you know, really embracing all this. Yeah, but I I mean kind of All right, so next up we have a new Loki TV show coming out in the spring of 2021. What do you guys think of Loki having his own TV show? Um, interesting. Uh we're getting a whole Loki, so that should be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean could be okay, but the logo looks awful. Yeah. Oh yeah, everyone's yeah. making fun of the logo. Yeah, you ain't gonna move any merch with that crappy logo. In fact, <laughs> like one thing that, that that I've seen is a really popular meme is they take the logo words from different things and then they make sentences <laughs> like the serial killer. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, it definitely looks like that because each letter is different from the last. And yeah, 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 yeah. It's a ransom note. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's horrible. So it's really bad. This is the Loki that escaped with the Tesseract in Endgame, um, and I guess made it a different timeline. So. I guess it's going to basically, you know, take place in a whole different universe where Loki has a Tesseract escaped and, um, you know, um, I guess maybe he's going to be like, I'm not going to even bother with uh, Thanos anymore, you know, but Thanos part might be playing in this, I think. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I wonder if Doctor Strange is going to have a, a, a tie into this. Yeah, maybe. Because maybe Loki's who created the multiverse. (laughs) 
because, really maybe. because in Thor Ragnarok um he did say to Thor you know Doctor Strange that um you need to watch out for your brother he's done a lot of mischief you know and he kept him in the falling universe for like an hour or something yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> which is amazingly crazy <laughs> yeah so um yeah um yeah it must be a good opportunity to have Doctor Strange come back it's like what the hell's happening here? <laughs> with the multiverse and you know what kind of mischief he's doing and yeah mm-hmm. yeah he meets Sprite and they really get into mischief so yeah um Loki TV show coming in spring of 2021 to Disney Plus and we have something kind of fun I'm excited for this is an animated TV show coming to MCU in the summer of 2021 called What If? What if a world where the Russians rule America? Or where your dreams of being a superstar came true? Or where San Francisco was a maximum security prison? Yes. And it was yeah. animated. Yep. Yeah. So that means they'll get the voice participation of a lot of... Uh... MCU actors. Yes. Now, just in case anyone listening doesn't know what the What If series is, it's basically what it sounds like. Um, theoretical stories of comics. What if um, Thor was a woman? Which is going to get to that. But what if um, Hulk was purple? Oh, you know, what, a, what, a, what if Iron Man is, you know, whatever. You know, whatever kind of scenarios they could want to throw up there for fun, mostly, or to just throw things off, that was in the what-if stories. Am I right, Jake? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what-if was one of my favorite Marvel um, series, because it was, they get played, it just, you sometimes feel constrained by the shared universe, and this is, you can just have flights of fancy, a one-off, if, if the story went this way or that way, and there were lots of... And every once in a while, one would become so wildly popular, it would become canon, like one they did with the Invaders. James, what are your thoughts on what if? Um, it really depends on the, you know, type of stories that they decide to do. I mean, I think definitely that making it an animated series is the best way to do it, because be pretty hard to do it live action yeah so now what kind of animation is this going to be is this going to be you know cg or rick and morty you know i think rick and morty kind of style would be fun oh man yeah pretty crazy huh but but it doesn't matter because none of this has anything to do with the show morty (laughs) oh i just hope it's 2d i want anime Uh, (laughs) let's have different episodes being different styles Oh, I just yeah, hope it's two D. I just hope it's two D animation. Yes. What I want is I want the realistic anime sort of style. I oh, I could I could groove on that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, but I just don't want it to look like Family Guy. <laughs> look like it'll, yeah, it'll look like Simpsons. Looks like Spider Verse, Spider Man in the Spider Verse. That's gonna be beautiful. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, I, I kind of like that too. Where it, the the one thing I like about Spider Verse, it's a it's a blend of two D and three D. Cool. Mm-hmm. Like we could have some really fun adventures here 
that are not canon, like what if uh, Venom was Spider-Man and, you know, Venom is a good guy instead of being a bad guy, you know? You know, the one thing that I am interested about, though, is, like, they're kind of, with the characters that they have, they're sort of limited in the in the what-if story. Like, because a, a lot of the very significant stories that I can think of kind of involved like characters that they don't really have yet so like for example i'm thinking about uh the one time there was a storyline it was uh what if dr doom was the sorcerer supreme and effectively what happened in that story is dr doom became the sorcerer supreme instead of uh dr strange and when dr strange actually went to uh get cured in um like when he went, to, uh, he broke his hand, right? And he went to to get cured in. Uh, it wasn't Tibet in the movie, but effectively he went there. Uh, Doctor Doom was there, and he effectively just chopped his hands off and uh, gave him robotic hands, and then told him to leave. <laughs> yeah, it could have fun stories. What if the Defenders were actually in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? <gasps> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what if Iron Fist was actually good? Oh. <laughs> yeah. What if Ages of Shields and humans were actually part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. What if the Netflix series weren't uncanon? Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah, and. and the the thing that I like most about oh, the only thing that I have to say is like it's a cool concept, but if they're just gonna limit themselves to the only stuff in the movies, then they're kind of gonna run out of material really quick. That's just all I have to say. I think they said that they yeah. want to focus on the Infinity Saga time frame, so um, that will probably be where that goes. But, I mean, they could do anything they want, you know. What if Deadpool is in this, you know, gets introduced this way? And what if the X-Men, you know, get introduced this way or whatever? I think there's, like, even one what if with, like, um, with a DC combined with the Marvel Universe and just had some... That's, that's an event. But, yeah, Marvel versus DC. That was fun. And like some, there's one so one where like they combined, where like Captain America combined with yes, Superman. Th- that's the that's a, that's the amalgam universe. So like, Dark Claw, which is a mixture of Wolverine and Batman, which is unstoppable. <laughs> and uh, what's it? Uh, uh, Spider Boy, which is a mixture of Spider Man and uh, Superboy. Yeah, so there's a lot of fun that could be yeah. had. And I'm excited for that. That's going to be fun. So let's uh, keep going here. We got another TV show. Hawkeye gets his own TV show in the fall of 2021. What are you kidding? What do you think? And this is going to be on the younger Hawkeye, the daughter Hawkeye, I think, right? Kate, yeah. No, it's going to be Hawkeye. Uh, they said uh, Kate Bishop's going to be in this. So I guess uh, Wait, that me isn't his daughter Kate Bishop. Yeah, or no? We don't know. At this point, we don't know. There's been no casting announcements. 
All we know is it's supposed to be Jeremy Re- is going to be training the uh, younger Hawkeye. Okay, well, what I think they should do, if I was in charge, is I would just um, set this up so that, you know, uh, Hawkeye could lead his own Avengers team. Mm-hmm. Like what, yeah, they should, I... what what they should do is like this should be the prequel to a West Coast Avengers movie. That'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. Or Young Avengers. Yeah, because people don't understand. You know, Hawkeye has been the uh, the leader of the Avengers a couple times. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, what else they could set up? Thunderbolts. Yes. Or. New Warriors. And uh, a rumor I've been hearing, and I haven't seen any hard confirmation, is Sam Rockwell's coming back to the MCU. Wait, wait which one was Sam Rockwell? Uh, he played Justin Hammer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Now I think a meme. in Endgame, if he was like training his daughter to you know how to use the bow and arrow before he the snap, right? Maybe that's connected to here. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I hope she becomes Kate Bishop. I mean, that's my hope because I just think she's a, a good actress and she deserves a much bigger part. Yeah, you know, it, it's sort of the thing where it's like you know I hope that they actually do something with it because yeah. Because a lot of different people, I don't think I got confirmation, but maybe that her daughter in Endgame is Kate Bishop, you know, and that's, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. see. It might be like a Arrow a TV show from CW, you know? Yeah. So. Hopefully not. Yeah. Well, so they going to uh, uh, base all their stories on 70s Batman? Yeah. All right, let's keep going. We got Thor 4, Love and Thunder, coming out November 5th, 2021. And uh, this is a little bit confusing. This is not, this is the fourth Thor movie, but this is not with Chris Hemsworth. This is with Jane Foster being Thor, right? Uh, We don't know if Chris Hemsworth is going to be in it or not. All we know is it's going to take place before the story is going to take place before Guardians Three, oh. and that comes from James Gunn. Oh, okay. and Waititi is going to be re- uh, directing this. Yeah, and um, so Jane Foster has been Thor in the comics, and um, that comic series, um, she has a like, cancer, and she gets more sick every time she becomes Thor. I don't know if that whole cancer plot is going to be part of that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt it. I mean, that that comic was pretty, like, I don't know. A lot of people didn't like it, but uh, I don't know. I'm kind of like... If we're getting a Thor movie, it should have Thor in it. <laughs> not, not Jane Foster's or uh, real, you know, Chris Hemsworth Thor. Uh, That's what I think. I'm just hope they give 
they should give Jane Foster her own identity. Because, I mean, I mean, Thor, I know, is a title, but it's also Thor yeah. Odin's name. Uh, yeah, I don't... Uh, see, here's the thing, though. I don't really think... I kind of disagree with the idea that, that whoever wields Mjolnir is Thor. Because, I mean, that's happened a couple times. But, I mean... There's really only one Thor, you know, exactly. just like, you know, and Captain Thor America turned into Thor and then Thor Odinson is the only Thor effectively. I mean, he's the only one mm -hmm. that like matters. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I was just it also seems kind of dumb how like Natalie Portman was like, I'm done with Thor movies. And it's like, oh, you want to come back when they're billion dollar films? Yeah, okay. That seems, you know, people have been joking about that too. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, I would want to leave Thor after Thor Dark World too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everyone likes to harp on that one, but I didn't think it was that bad. Hey, I sat through it twice. So I think I've earned my right to gripe about it. I bought it on Blu-ray and I watch it every day. Liar. <laughs> Whoa. I'm not even that devoted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep going. That, 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 that's accurate. That's probably the film I've seen the most. Like, <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, all right, it's time to watch Thor 2. I don't believe you for a second, James. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm calling. I'm I'm calling BS on that clip. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, and I'm gonna watch Once Upon a Time in a uh, Hollywood uh, every week. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, let's keep going. So that's it for the next phase four. Now these next movies are gonna kind of be in phase five. They haven't decided yet. Um, I don't. So the next movie is Blade, um, a reboot yeah. with Mathusalem Ali. Um, Ursula Ali. Sorry, I'm totally hyped for this. Totally hyped. Yeah. Yeah, the guy played Cottonmouth in on the Luke Cage series on Netflix has been cast as Blade. The only good bad guy in Luke Cage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Best villain in the uh, Netflix shows. Until they so try to I guess we, stupid. <laughs> so I guess we now know uh, the Netflix shows ain't canon in the MCU. We got 100% for unless they're part of the multiverse. Yeah. That one, me that one meme where it's like they never were. Yeah, and we saw him being really badass in Alita Battle Angel, so I'm totally game for this. Uh-huh. Oh, I mean, he's a great actor. Uh, I mean, if anybody saw his turn on uh, True Detective, uh, Moonlight, uh, he was in Green Book. I mean, he's done so many great things. I mean, he's got the acting chops. Now, I really hope they make uh, Wesley Snipes... Uh, Whistler, that would be incredible. Now, Wesley Snipes, let's go back to Blade. That was a fun movie. Both of the movies, you know, and uh, that was like maybe getting started with the comic book movies being really good. And um, 
Wesley Snipes is known to be really hard to work with, so it's that's really easy to understand why he wasn't picked to come back, you know? Oh, yeah. I just think it was age. That too. Yeah. So, James, what are your thoughts on this? Um, yeah, I like Blade. You know, it's okay. Now, Sony's doing a Morpheus movie, so maybe that might be a way to uh, combine Morpheus, the Sony universe, with um, the MCU. Because Morpheus is a vampire, and, you know, Blade goes after vampires, so that might be a fun way of doing that. I don't know. Vampire Hunter. Oh, I would love it. That would be incredible. Uh, And that might be the why they introduced Blade, but didn't talk about his movie because you also notice they didn't talk about uh spider-man uh three either so um let's keep going here with a uh, phase five in theory quote unquote guardians of galaxy 3 got confirmed to be that which that's years away because all the problems with um director but it's all solved so yeah um no idea if thor is going to be in that one you know mm-hmm yeah, yeah we know we hitched a ride with him, uh, but we don't know if they drop him off in in Love and Thunder or uh, he's uh, it's going to be actually as well. James Gunn said it's not going to be as Guardians of the Galaxy, but we know sometimes uh, Marvel lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but James Gunn normally doesn't play the lying game, uh, so. Uh, I would take him at his word. Yeah. We got Black Panther 2 confirmed for Phase 5, or around probably Phase 5, which I'm fine with. Um, who do you want to be a villain for Black Panther? Hmm. Uh, Namor. Yeah. yeah. Namor's cool. I, wanted, I want the Defenders movie. That's what I want. The re- <laughs> uh, no. Well, I want a uh, no, no, real. Hold on. The real defenders, Namor, Doctor Strange, the Hulk, those are the real defenders. Uh, and you could throw the Silver Surfer in for flavor. Yeah. Maybe. Would you, okay, now hear me out. Okay, the thing is, is that with their contract, that's the only way that you could get both Hulk and Namor in a movie. And you could throw Doctor Strange in too. Mm-hmm. So you can yeah, and, the, oh, and do the Kirk Busiek uh, storyline where they get cursed, so this amulet just keeps randomly pop, putting them together to do things. Yes, that'd be the that'd be the best def- and it would be called the best defense. <laughs> Yeah, yes. And then we'd act, okay, they'd just take the name Defenders, and they would definitely not, like, wouldn't even reference the other Defenders, like, they don't exist. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> what do you think of that? Yeah, uh, awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Did, did you know that the Defenders were, like, a 70s comic? Yeah. That had, like, whole uh, name yes. more in it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were. Uh, yeah, and Giffen borrowed heavily from it when he did his Justice League uh, International. <laughs> I would love Doctor Doom to be the villain. Um, yeah, Doctor Doom has his own country, 
and yeah. he's Australia. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, having you know there be a war between you know Wakanda and what was the name of it, James? Again, Latveria, yeah. I believe, or Latvia. It's a it, one thing I love is that even it's like it's a because uh, it's a Eastern European country, you know. It's a, it, it's also really small too. It's not, it's not a very big country. From what I know, it's just Doctor Doom's kingdom, basically. That's it. So yeah, maybe this could be a, the entrance to Doctor Doom and get him. You know, he'll fail, but he'll learn from this failure, and then he'll become a bigger threat later on. That would be fun. But I don't know. Yeah. Speaking of films that like are missing, where the frick are? Okay. Here's the thing that I'm wondering about. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, missing. Uh, where the heck is Ant-Man 3? Where is... <laughs> Ant-Man 3. Um, where is uh, the X-Men movie? Where is the Fantastic Four? These are the questions that I want answered, you know? See, the thing is, it's like, Shang-Chi, okay. Blade, okay. But I mean... None of those are like the core nine. You know what I mean? The core nine Marvel series. You know what I mean? I'm talking about. Well, they did say that Fantastic Four movie is in development and that it's coming, but they don't know if it's phase five or phase six, you know. Um, so that's the that, that, Fantastic Four is definitely being made. Yeah. One, one thing that. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. They're going to have to do something. Uh, I don't blame them being going low and slow with the Fantastic Four movie because you have to admit it's got a pretty spotty tr- – when the Roger Corman unreleased version is considered the best yeah, and, the, and Bill Murray who played Johnny Storm in the radio play is considered the best Johnny Storm, you know you've got to uh, be careful because it's got – Fantastic Four has such a bad reputation cinematically. They want to make sure they get it right. Okay, now hold on though. To be fair, the reason why that is is because the the two or three times the film has been made, they're literally just cash grabs to be able to keep the rights to them. Mm-hmm. I agree. They've, ne- they've never been actual movies, realistically. I mean, they've been movies technically. But they've never been, we're making a Fantastic Four movie to make a Fantastic Four movie. It's always been, well, if we don't make this movie now, we're going to lose the rights to the characters. So we better make it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's literally what happened all three times there's been a movie. Yeah, I agree. And it shows. Yep. So to be fair, I think the MCU is probably the only place. And I will say, like, the thing that, that that Marvel has like over Fox is the fact that they'll they'll stick to a plan and they won't just like flip flop. Like that's the reason why it's like you have Dark Phoenix after Apocalypse. Like that's just unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah, and they're familiar with these characters, and they love they love it, respect the source material, and understand it. Yeah. 
some degree, I guess. Mm-hmm. So we also have uh, Captain Marvel 2 coming out in Phase 5, um, which I don't know what villains could you know, be there for Captain Marvel. And we don't know if they're going to stick with the same directors or not. We don't know anything at this yeah, point. Other than Brie Larson is going to reprise her part. Uh, and, uh, and, and there's a presumption we're going to see Monica Rambeau again because uh, her adult character is going to be popping up in some of the MCU shows. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. So, Jake, what else is missing that James didn't mention? Well, the X. Well, I figure that the main reason the X-Men is missing because I think they're trying to decide what they want to call them. Oh, I thought of another thing that's missing. Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that, that could, Part of that could be because that's a Sony movie. So, or they also okay. may be saving it for um, – D23. How about the amazing Spider-Man 3? How about that film? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. As, <laughs> as in the third film in the web trilogy. The one where Peter gets the elixir to bring people back from the dead. Okay. Stop trolling, James. Stop trolling. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So... Good question. Ant Man. Better than the first two. Ant Man. It's a better premise. Uh, Ant Man. Yeah. I'm de- uh, Paul Rudd has stated that the third Ant Man movie is in da- serious danger of not happening, which would be a damn shame. Uh, and that's my biggest fear is because Disney's gotten to be so big, they may not be interested in making movies that potentially. Uh, aren't guaranteed to have a billion dollar box office. Uh, Ant-Man movies are very profitable, but they're only making a little north of 500 million. I'm fine with that. (laughs) Uh, And and Peyton Reed is everybody's favorite choice to do Fantastic Four because the kids have discovered his pitch for Fantastic Four. Which was a good pitch. I don't know if it would be a great pitch nowadays. I mean, I would gladly sit my butt down and watch his pitch as a movie. I mean, as kind of 60s rock star celebrities who kind of travel through time in different dimensions, I mean, would be awesome. But I also could, it probably could use a little bit of an update premise-wise. I was only I liked Ant Man and the Wasp, but I, I, I'm fine with not having a third one. Um, and you know the story kind of wrapped up. They have the mom back, and you know everything got. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen with Ghost. That's kind of lost, <laughs> right? Yeah, and uh, and and Goliath. Yeah. We, I, see, I would love to visit more with Goliath, um, and I could see Hank Pym knowing Reed Richards. Yeah. We don't have a Incredible Hulk 2. <laughs> yeah, no. that's a sh- that's not going to happen cuz Universal and and Disney can't come to an agreement uh, when um when Marvel was being distributed by Paramount they came to an agreement but looks like uh Universal's not willing to 
come to any agreement with Disney. And Iron Patriot screwed. He doesn't have a TV show or a movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no love for our roadie. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of sad that, you know... That's, uh, maybe they're waiting for a good pitch. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of sad that Hawkeye doesn't get a movie. <laughs> you know? I, I would bet he's going to be in uh, the Black Widow movie. Oh, yeah. Definitely, and they may gauge and see how 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 audiences respond to his character, whether they spin him off in a, a, a solo film. So, is Falcon going to be Falcon, or is going to be New Captain America? That is a very good question. I mean, we could. I mean, there have been some statements that he's going to have the sh- shield and possibly a new Captain America outfit. Uh, maybe it's the time period from getting the shield to uh, whenever whenever there's another Avengers movie announced. I figure, oh, I'm trying to remember when Endgame, uh, was it 2025 when they were fighting uh, Thanos the last time? Because I imagine a lot of what's going on in the MCU is going to be playing catch up to the timeline of Endgame. Yes, I agree. I mean, they could have a Captain America 4 and just have, you know, new version of Captain America there, you know? That sounds good to me. Oh, we don't, yeah, well, you know, we don't know what's going on with uh, Sam Jackson as um, Nick Fury. <laughs> that's true. Not exactly. We don't. And we've got all the questions. Which leads to no idea. what's going on with S.H.I.E.L.D. Because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is ending with Season 7 next year. Um, well, I mean, as, as much as I like it, it's not really relevant, unfortunately. Have you watched this season, James? Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen a little bit of the sixth season. Right? It's already released, right? Yeah. Uh, Jake, have you seen this season? I haven't seen it all, but I've seen a bit of it. It's fun, but it has nothing to do with anything going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's kind of its standalone own thing. Yeah, it's like the Fox X Men movies. Like, sure, it's okay. It's just not connected. You know, I mean, they they sort of showed their hand when what is it? What's it? They were asked like, oh, um. They were asked like what they do for Infinity War, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we uh, we did not read, and the uh, like we didn't know what would happen in Infinity War. No one told us, so we just completely ignored the events of the movie." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, okay, I'm done." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Feige uh, uh, slammed his fist down. He just showed him who's boss. At the very least, they're gonna have one final season to wrap things up. You know, they were thinking that last season, season five, was going to be the last season. And, you know, they got another one. They weren't sure what to do. And now for sure, you know, they're going to have one more year to try to figure things out. Maybe they're just in a different multiverse and they didn't know that they were in another multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the problem, though. That's sort of like, that's not a subversion of what we already thought, though. That's like... Mm -hmm. The, the 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 twist would be that it's in continuity, not that it's its own thing. 
because as, as it stands right now, that's what we all assume because of the fact that it's like none of this stuff is relevant. Like I, I like Agents of Shield, but I just I don't know. I wish there was, I wish there was stuff that actually connects. Yeah, really connect. Other than Lady Sif showing up and Nick Fury. Yeah, yeah it really feels like. They Disney has learned a lesson, and you know who are they doing the TV shows now? They know okay, we're going to just put it in the universe. Have the actors have a contract. They're going to be in TV. They're not going to be too you know. Oh, I need a five million dollar TV episode contract. No, mm-hmm. they're just going to be part of the TV. That's their contract. They do some TV. They do some movies. It's going to be all together. And at least now they're fixing it, you know. But it's just it's really sad. It's really sad yeah. that Netflix and. Well- it, it's sad that basically, you know, all these shows are never going to be reconciled. They're just going to be acting like they don't exist. And then we're just going to have to wait uh, a hell of a long time for, you know, these characters to ever show up again. And when they do, it's probably going to be another actor. So kind of pissed off because the thing is, is that this is not what we were promised. And this is not what we were told. So, and th- if you remember, this has always been an issue. This has been an issue for three or four years ago. We were talking about this problem. And I always had a feeling in the back of my head, like, they're always like, oh, yeah, we'll connect it. We'll, we'll put them in the film. It's like, no, they're never going to do that because it's because they hate each other. That's the reason why. It's not because of any in-universe reason. People are not stupid. Audiences are not stupid. And having, you know, this argument that, like, if you put Daredevil in Infinity War, people are going to be confused. It's not like that's going to subtract from the sales. People are dumb. People are, 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 and I mean dumb in the sense of their, their petty squabbling is stupid, and I hate it. Yeah, nobody was confused with Jarvis showing up. In fact, people were excited. Or Howard the Duck, yeah. for God's sakes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where's the Howard I mean, the Duck Jarvis movie? You knew why uh, Tony called his AI Jarvis. It gave a concrete reason. Yeah. And all it the was... other Netflix TV actors are, do a great job. I love Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones. Charlie Cox yeah. is awesome in Daredevil. You know, Mike Coulter mm-hmm. is really good in Luke Cage. And even Finn Jones, well, he was okay as Lion Fist. He was still okay. You know, season two is way better than season one. Um, yeah, was, he, was, he wasn't terrible. People like to, people like, to, like you know. The, here's the thing. He, he was only considered bad because of the rest of the, the, the actors were so good. That's yeah. effectively the reason why. Yeah, um, and, and, and it was so and, his character was yeah. so poorly written. And Quake was a great that, character. Yeah. And, and now season. and now it's all gone effectively. And now we have to wait. It's like I don't want another good <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, I don't See, the worst part is is that the way I see it, the we're most likely getting going to get like a movie. And it's not going to have anything to do with the series. You know? Yeah, it makes me mad. No, you're right. And yeah. like, yeah, mm-hmm. it just 
it's it's such a betrayal of like you know hey the thing is is that okay if when these netflix series were being made they outright said all right these are netflix doing its own thing don't consider this part of the mcu i would have been like that sucks but okay um they they basically lied to get people to watch it. That's the thing that I hate. Yeah, they, exactly. They, they, you know, did the bare minimum. You know, they said, oh, something happened in New York. You know, they never said, like, outright that it was mm-hmm. the Avengers at any point. But they're mm-hmm. like, oh, something happened in New York. Like, they made it vague enough to seem like it was part of, you know. Mm-hmm. And we've been so- burnt twice already so i don't see why anybody's going to take them at their word to say that the disney plus shows are going to truly be connected yeah like here's here's the thing um you know the 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 idea of having a connected show and movie like experience is something that no one's ever done and something that we kind of got a glimpse of with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but b- besides season one, we've never experienced that. We've never gotten that. And the reason why is because it's risky and people don't want to take risks. And that's stupid and dumb. And the people who, you know, don't want to innovate shouldn't, you know, be in charge. The, the you know, what should matter mo- more than, let's say, uh, a, like the, the exact sales number, which I honestly think is a fake argument. I think that's a bad argument because they're going to make tons of money anyway, regardless of what you do, you know? Um, so doing that okay. just because it, you know, you know, the story's more important than the money. That's what, that's what it comes down to. The story and telling a larger connected you know, universe, that is more important than, oh, well, maybe one person in the audience won't know who that is. Like, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, just look at what Paramount did with Star Trek. First, they first, when they brought it to the big screen, they let Robert Wise do it, who was not familiar with Trek. And he puts him in pajamas, and it's a, a G-rated snooze fest. Then they tie it in to the TV series with, with Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan, yeah. made a ton yeah. of money and, and, had, and, were, and had fans just put, breathed new life into that franchise. Yeah, it took William Shatner uh, versus God to almost kill it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, some of the actors here, Vincent DeFario, which played um, Fisk, King, King Fit, was he is amazing. And he that is a movie Oscar caliber quality there. And he should be in the movies. He's, you know, Daredevil uh, Fisk is a great character for the movies. It, it would be really interesting to see him in, you know, Spider-Man. And... Uh, so frustrating because you have great actors here and really fantastic talent that's just not going to go anywhere. And, you know, I can understand that some of their scale 
you know, they don't want to always be here and there, but they could easily be here occasionally. You know, I, I'm still pissed off that Infinity War, you didn't see Luke Cage um, out there helping crowd control. You know, that could have been something that's there. Easy. He's helping Harlem. That's easy writing. That's nothing too hard. And we're like, all right, I'm here to help out. What do you need to do? I'm Luke Cage. Cool. And if you don't watch the show, yeah. you understand it. That's just being, talking, you know, talking to one another. Just like the Spider-Man um, Sony people, they talked to Marvel when they made Spider-Man Far From Home. That's why it worked. That's why it worked after Endgame. Because they talked to one another. That's all they needed. Talk to one another. Stop having this, you know, dick measuring contest. Well, your TV, you're yeah. not good enough. No, crap. So mother and, like, Feige need to be, like, beaten with rods to, like, work together effectively. That's what needs to happen. The st- like, <laughs> the people need to be enforced to, like... Oh, Potter of- just needs to go, because uh, Feige's uh, tried to work with him, and Ike Putterman is one of these guys, my way or the highway, so he needs to go. Yeah, I... Yeah, I just do not... He's just yeah. messing up everything. He just needs to not have his fingers on any of it. Exactly. It's like we need to enforce the uh, make sure that there's no Jeff Loeb needs to just be beaten with a rod too. <laughs> All right. We mean figuratively, not literally. <laughs> so yeah. that way people don't get onto us. Yeah, I don't want to. I'm not advocating for real world violence, especially in the wake of some of the crap that's been happening. Yeah. Like uh, Simon Yam getting stabbed by a, a crazed fan. I mean, we don't need that in the real. We don't need any more of this nonsense in the real world. So, you save it for the fiction. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens with Disney+. Plus. I mean, Disney+, Plus should be an instant hit and something that everyone's going to do. It's $7 a month. That's a great bargain for everything they're going to put on there. So, you know, I think there's still going to be some casuals that get mad because I didn't want to watch WandaVision and, you know, whatever, you know. <laughs> but, we'll, you know, I think they're smart enough. I give them credit. Give them Make them, you know, I think they're going to be fine. They're, they'll be smart enough to write around it and make sure. You just have to communicate. That's all we're asking for. Communicate between the people, and you can have some great stories. And, you know, I would have loved to see Charlie Cox, Daredevil, um, train Spider-Man. It would have been awesome. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, or show us lawyer. He's going to need a lawyer after his identity being revealed. Uh, I imagine he's, yeah, I imagine, yeah, he's going to want to do something uh, about that video. (laughs) He's going to need a lawyer. Exactly. You could could connect them easily. However, they won't because they're stupid. Effectively, that's what it comes down to. Ego is getting in the way. I mean, okay, I can understand saying that the humans never happened. I can understand doing that. But, <laughs> but uh, you know. Yeah, I want to hear Wanda go in the Doctor Strange movie, No More Inhumans. <laughs> no More Inhumans. <laughs> yeah. The reason... If, if that, yeah, if Thanos blew up the moon 
and all the Inhumans died, and I mean, I'm an Inhumans fan. I like the comics, uh, but because uh, that was one of Kirby's coolest creations in his him and Stanley's Fantastic Four run, but that series just killed me. It was horrible, and it was made by the same person who freaking what's his name Beck. Just terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why was he allowed to do anything? He's inept. He's he's written yeah. like the worst series out of all of that. Like the ones that people hate the most, he's behind. Like he just does not know how to do anything right. I don't know why they ever put him in charge of anything. I know, and they knew they had a tiny budget. Yet, yeah, but they sw- they tried to do stuff that was impossible to do with that small amount of money. You know, the whole reason the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been as successful as it has been is because they're connected. And they were smart enough to get it together. And that's why. (laughs) So why is that so hard for people, executives, to be like, yeah, these TV shows don't connect. No. Okay, because because here's the problem. They say connecting the, the, the universe is as simple as, oh referencing it loosely not you know that's the easy way out what people actually want is for the consequences in the show to affect the movie and vice versa that's what people want but unfortunately you know that would require effort and so you know mm-hmm. that would require work mm-hmm and so the whole five years in Endgame, that's so ripe for TV. So ripe. Mm-hmm. And we're never going to get mm-hmm. that. I don't, yeah. not think, I don't think we'll ever get what the hell happened in that five years. We might get like a flashback here or there. But a TV show could have done wonders to help explain yeah. what happened there. You know? Yeah, I was hoping that's yeah. what well, this yeah, question yeah. was going to be. What they, what they could have done very easily is just have a show that is um, a show that like is kind of grand in scale and focus on the entire universe space effectively during the five years and you wouldn't need everyone there because of the snap and what happened so you you'd only need certain like maybe not all the defenders were were there maybe two of two or three of them were actually were dusted you know yeah um, so Effectively, you don't even need all the the cast, and it seems that seems so easy to do. Like if you were to take like let's say some of the Ages of Shield actors, some of the uh, you know characters from the Netflix series, and just have like uh, a sort of like um, you know a grand scale kind of thing that like explains what happened during the five years that, and you could you know, have cameos from the, you know, surviving Avengers. Yeah, you know? definitely. So Would have loved that, but probably never going to get it. So we'll see how the Disney Plus TV shows work, if they don't work, or if they have multiple seasons, or if they're just one season and done, or if it's just like eight episodes, or if it's just like four episodes, and you just get a little bit, and then, you know, we don't know, but we'll see. And uh, let's uh, talk about the DC news, which... We got nothing. <laughs> yeah, we got nothing. Uh, yeah. I mean, okay, we got that the 
Batman, uh, where the new Batman movie is going to hire the cinematographer from Rogue One, which is a fantastic, fantastic decision. Yeah. Rogue One yeah, is Greg gorgeous. Fra- yeah, Greg Frazier. Uh, another movie that his cinematography people oohed and not odd at was um, O Dark Thirty. So. I mean, the next DC movie is uh, Birds of Prey, and we haven't seen a trailer or teaser for it or anything. Yeah, just some uh, social media bits shot yeah. on set. The Joker movie looks cool, but that's not connected to anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah the Joker movie's selling. Yeah. Oh, the trailer looks awesome. I mean, but it, to me, it looks like it's going to be a wannabe uh, Martin Scorsese king of comedy. Yeah. Which could be a good movie, but it's still going to be uh, a pale imitation of uh, King of Comedy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know what's happening with DC, really. You know, it's Warner Brothers. I don't think so. Yeah, Warner Brothers just heads are on the chopping block there. Superman, or uh, Henry Cavill wants to play Superman again. But I don't know when the hell that might happen. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and Ben Affleck is getting back in shape, so hell, maybe they're br- maybe Marvel's going to bring him back as Daredevil. Who knows? <laughs> I doubt he's going to be Batman again. I mean, yeah. uh, I heard a lot of news about the CW verse, which we're not going to get into, but they're going to do some interesting things there with uh, having the crisis on multiple earths and you know there's a lot of rumors going out there and i don't even know half of them are true or not true and that they're going to try to combine the movie universes and the tv universes well, said, uh, Burt ward is coming back as robin and then i heard that, that um smallville is going to be back but i don't know if that's true or not and you know um what's his name tom gwetting yeah. some bomb said he didn't know anything about it so on his show but um you know it's just one of those things it's like that that would be cool if cw could pull that off and have you know there's rumors that brandon routh is going to reprise his role as superman in that and you know that's pretty confirmed so it's you know that would be fun that's at least them doing something at least the cw show yeah he's gonna he's gonna be the kingdom come superman at least the CW shows are connected, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, except for uh, Black Lightning. But. but I don't think any of us are going to go out and get Batwoman tattoos anytime soon. No. <laughs> All right. I think that's going to be it for this extra long episode. Anything else you want to throw out there? Yeah. Nah. Nah, I think we just about said it all. All right. Good. All right, bye. All right, before this podcast ends, I want to give a thank you to my patrons. Right now, we have a one patron, which is David from Spain, and I want to thank you for your financial support. All right, so that's going to be it for this podcast. We now have a Patreon, and the link is in the description. Uh, thanks for watching. And we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. They don't put it everywhere. Just look for us, 3D or 2D. And of course, review us on iTunes. And if you want to write us a letter, um, our email address is email3dor2d at gmail.com. 
So that's going to be it. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.